Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Rap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew to talk all things sexy, sexy, sexy. <laughs> sexy, Hi, Andrew. sexy, sexy. We also talk about non-sexy things and slightly <laughs> sexy things. And I mean, we'll really talk to you about anything. Um, I'm doing pretty good. I had a really great day. Very long day, but very great day. Normally, Spring and I record earlier than this. So um, it's getting dark out and it's fall. Welcome to fall, everybody. Ooh, spooky. spooky. I think we're out of spooky now. I think we've moved into like being thankful and um, killing turkeys. I think that's part of the, the month we're moving into. I'm a vegetarian and spring is also mostly a vegetarian. Wait, what do you eat for Thanksgiving? Um, Sides. Yeah. My partner and my best friend and my college bestie, we do Friendsgiving every year and we do like a mega feast. And three of the four of us are lacto-ovo vegetarians. So we have this like crazy mega meal, um, like 20 different dishes and four different pies. And it's way, way, way too much. Um, But Friendsgiving, I love it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with today's episode, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So today's episode, though, is something pretty fun. I love this question. So somebody wanted to know, what do you call someone who likes foreplay more than they like sex? And we love this question because it hits on so many things that we love to talk about. And I'm just going to start by saying foreplay is sex (laughs) foreplay yeah i don't even use the word foreplay anymore like i try really carefully to call it sex play um like when i saw this question come in like i want to deconstruct it and say like how do we actually define what foreplay is and spring said it's sex but most of the time when we talk about foreplay it's people saying like this is the gunk i gotta get through to get to what i want Right. Like very, very frequently foreplay, instead of it being this like fun sexual connection to other people where you're enjoying each other's bodies and feeling good and intimacy and closeness and talking and touching, people are like, oh, I just got to kind of get through this grunt work before I can put a thing in a thing. <laughs> yeah. I think that people look at foreplay in a lot of different ways. Um, so some people think, you know, Foreplay is this optional thing that comes before penetration. Some people think of foreplay as, you know, the main event. They're really much more excited about that part. Some people think of foreplay as, you know, something that they might do or might not do. Some people spend a lot of time there. Some people spend a little time there. So there's a lot of different kind of attitudes and um, strategies and ways that people involve what we kind of think of foreplay in their sex play. But really what foreplay is, is part of the sexual experience, right? It is sexual activities. So that is sex. And when we talk about broadening our definition of sex, this is what we're talking about, right? Because sex is not just penetration. I mean, we even have the word sex in the name of like oral sex, right? When we're talking about other types of sex, they still are sex. And so we want to start to think about this a little more broadly. So 
we can focus on like this question a little bit differently. Talk about, you know, what do you call someone who likes um, other types of sexual activity more than penetration? I think that's kind of what the question is really asking, but I would love to keep going with, you know, foreplay, foreplay is sex. Like all of this, all of this is sex. And like all of these things are, our sexy, our sexual activities are like doing this sexual thing with another person. I mean, what, what else is sex? Like that, that is sex. It is sex. Um, and I love talking about foreplay or sex play with people. Um, I have some really good friends and they talk about their foreplay or sex play a lot. Um, and sometimes their foreplay will last like three days. It will be like naughty text and caresses and touches and falling asleep early because you're tired from work and massages and like a long, slow buildup that touches on like your emotional connection to somebody else, your social connection to someone else all kinds of little bits of naughtiness throughout multiple days, physical connection with another person. If we really think about it, like sex is not just a penetrative act that happens between two people. Like Spring says, there's a lot of components that you can build into it. And I think there's a lot of people who really enjoy the playfulness, the intimacy, the closeness, the the, the other aspects of sex that aren't necessarily the wham, bam, thank you, sir, penetrative intercourse. Like there's a lot of other pieces of it that we can do. Um, so when I look at this question, like what do you call someone who likes foreplay more than they like sex? Like we like dissecting out foreplay a little bit um, helps. And I agree with spring. Like it's all, it's all sex. The whole thing from beginning to end is sex. Um, but their question, I think what they're, they're getting at here is they like all of the stuff before intercourse more than they like intercourse. And I think that we can talk about it um, that way. Um, and they're asking like, is there a word? What do you call somebody who likes it? Um, and I've been sitting here thinking about like, what is the word that I would use? Um, so I know what I want to say. Spring, do you have any words that you would use to call somebody who likes the whole, like the whole buildup before penetration more than the penetration? I mean, I kind of... Um you know, sometimes we say outer course when we're talking about like the things that are not um, actually penetration. So, you know, it could be like you could call yourself um, an outer corsian. <laughs> outer corsian. <laughs> I, like I mean, it kind of reminds me of like a Cortesian, which is another word for a sex worker. Um, outer corsian. Um, I love it. I don't even need to give my... All right. So when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, I, I think the person submitting this question is asking, I, I, I'm with somebody who prefers sensual experiences and not like sexual experiences. So I'm like, maybe a way that I could piece apart and answer this is to take like the entire act from like, you know, that first dirty text all the way up through intercourse and like sort of separated in my head into like, what are the experiences that are explicitly sensual and then reserve the sexual ones for the more penetrating bits that might happen. Um, so I, I think I would call this person a sensualist. Like they're in it because they enjoy the pleasure from the sensory experiences, not just not just intercourse, but like, you know, from the sounds, the smells, the touches, the the closeness, the eye contact, the all of those emotional components and physical components and massages. And like I said, naughty text, like I would call that person a sensualist, like they're really into like the sensual parts of sex. And uh, 
might not be as much into the actual penetrative parts of sex. Um, but yeah, somebody who really enjoys taking pleasure from the sensory experiences, um, the ones that people usually sort of apply towards when we say foreplay, that word. Um, but yeah, that, I would call them a sensualist. And I, I like that word. I mean, I also like the, wait, what was yours again? I forget. Outer course. Outer course. We'll let we'll let the <laughs> listeners decide. Maybe we'll put a poll up on our Instagram and you can be like, would you call yourself an outer Corsian or a sensualist? I think they're both really good though. I think Springs is a little bit more explicit in what's going on. Um and mine's a little bit beating around the bush, but uh <laughs> Literally. literally. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I would call this person very human. I would call this person, you know, if they're saying they want it, I would say that they're being good in their communication skills with you, letting you know what's important to them in sex. Um, and my favorite thing about foreplay or what people traditionally call foreplay is that you can make it last as long as you want. So you could be a sensualist, like I said, for two or three days and really enjoy the kind of intimacy you can build uh, with being sensual with another person. It's like a beautiful kind of intimacy. Yeah. And, you know, we do get a lot of intimacy from sex. And I think we get more intimacy from these sensual parts than we get from penetration usually. And so if you're looking to create more intimacy in a relationship, I think that's a really nice time um, to spend a little more um, energy there and these other types of activities. Um, and yeah, I love what you said about time. Like there is a time limit when we're working with a penis and penetration, right? Like there's going to be some point where the penis is not able to do that anymore. It orgasms or it gives out or whatever, right? It's just like, I can't do this anymore. And, um, and that's not true for other types of play, you know, like when we are, um, doing things that we consider for play, these things can go on and on and on. So like, if you're also someone who has concerns about the length, of time that you are spending um, with a hard penis, then, you know, this is a great way to like extend your whole sexual experience. And, and so there's a lot of advantages, you know, to spending more time here. Like if you're looking to create more intimacy, if you want to like create a longer sexual experience. So I think, you know, thinking about what your goals are, even though we don't want to um, have goal-oriented sexuality, but like, what are your um, things that you want to achieve, you know, with your partner? And then um, thinking about, you know, how you can incorporate other activities in to like help you feel really um, complete in your sexual interactions with someone else. That's beautiful. Um, I'd also like to say, um, if they like what happens before the sex more than the sex, you can make sure the things that are happening before the sex happen after the sex too. Like sex doesn't have to, like intercourse does not have to be the end moment. So you could have, you know, foreplay before and you can have foreplay after, which is why calling it sex play is better. Like Spring said at the beginning of the episode, it's all sex. Um, and that's what I would really do if you were with somebody who really loved it, um, but you were more into the sex part, just bring sex play in beforehand, build that intimacy, get that arousal going, get that sensualist person excited, and then engage in some things that they're a little bit less enthusiastic doing, um, with consent, of course, and then just continue on with the things that they like afterwards. I think it would be like a magical moment of aftercare if the person who submitted this question, like the next time you're with your partner, um, 
you're doing the foreplay that they like, and then you do the sex that you're more into, and then you go back immediately afterwards and continue building all of the different kinds of like sensual intimacy with that person afterwards. I mean, it, it, it will blow their mind. I guarantee, 100% guarantee it will blow their mind. I just blew mind thinking of it right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just say, um, especially if you are a penis owner and um, you are used to stopping sex play after you orgasm, if you try continuing the sex play after you orgasm, you will see this like um, real light in your partner's eyes. Let me just tell you, because it's like there's this idea, you know, that is pretty common that, you know, when the penis orgasms, then all sex play stops. And um, the partner who did not have the penis orgasming in that moment, no matter what their gender, um, usually is still feeling sexual, right? And still wants to engage in more play. And so it is really amazing when that partner with a penis who has orgasmed like wants to continue and wants to like make sure the other person is really happy and is still uh, arranging different types of sexual interactions with you. Like that feels really good. And so, yeah, try that out. See what happens. Talk to your partner afterward about, you know, what they liked, what they didn't like, how that worked for them. You know, always going back to that aftercare, checking in. But I agree. You will um, make your partner smile with yeah, glee smile with glee <laughs> feel with glee yeah and probably be much more into whatever you're doing the next time that you you start your whole sexual interaction with them yeah so what do you call somebody there i couldn't find a word so i looked there i don't there isn't a word so you have outer corsian or sensualist um <laughs> or just a really good sexual partner who thinks about their partner's needs and make sure that they attend to them so like a good lover Ooh, that, Mm, yeah, that good lover. lover is such a I love weird that. word. And I would love to hear other people's uh, names for this. If we can like have a little um, voting happening on our Instagram, so head over to our Instagram at the Sex Wrap. We'll post that question when we post this episode. So if you have an idea of um, what to call somebody who is more interested in non-penetrative ideas, let us know. We would love to see some more options for this. And I think, you know, it's um, a really nice thing to think about and to um, give some names to because we have we have names for pretty much everything in sexuality. So let's give this a name too. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for listening today, everybody. I, I had a ton of fun like thinking about this question and answering this question. So keep your questions coming. They can be about sex. They can be about relationships. They can be personal questions about how definitions. We, we are happy to chat with you about anything. Um, and like Spring said, we are very active on our Instagram at the sex wrap. That's wrap with a W. Um, you can DM us there. Uh, you can send us an email. We're the sex wrap at gmail.com and you can call us uh, at 413 I wrap it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. You're supposed to say bye. <laughs> bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too Music for this episode provided by the ever elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.